0: Welcome to HagwonStart.com's podcast, this is Tony Choi, your host, and this episode, episode 82, is called All Successful Hagwon Owners I Personally Know Share These Five Traits. And yeah, couldn't make it a shorter title for some reason. And uh, before I begin, um, this is episode 82, so like 82 podcasts, I don't know how many you've listened to, Uh, maybe you're wondering, man, this guy doesn't even own a Hagwon anymore, why is he recording podcasts? But um, it's a lot of fun, and um, it's fun to reflect on what I've been through and, you know, to share. And I know that people are listening uh, because I get uh, emails here and there. So, um, yeah, you know, send me some emails uh, if you have any questions, and I'll do my best to share whatever I know. And, yeah, I always like getting those emails. So, anyways, uh, all the best to you uh, if you're listening, uh, whether you are just thinking of coming to Korea to start your own Hagwon one day or you've been in Korea like five years or just even just one year and you're like you want to live in Korea long term uh, even though you know sometimes the air isn't so great but uh, you know you probably have your other plans and have your motivations as to why you want to start your own English Hagwon business one day. Uh, so. Um, before we begin not before we begin let's begin so there are five things five traits as I said Uh, the very first one and uh, you know me I had this one and it's very important and if you don't have this you probably won't be able to do any kind of business and it's it's motivation and not just any kind of motivation you need to be motivated to improve your school to an extent so that's really important because like people like me we like i like to start things right and you know it's it could be really exciting at the at the first month or when you know and you're you're so confident you're like you have all these great ideas and you're like yeah i'm motivated you know you know i've i've built this other business so you know how hard can a english hub one be um you know i can speak english whatever and then you know you realize and after a year, you know, I've, I've seen these these people, like, I know these these people who have started a hot one and they, you know, they were very confident, and after a year, they're like, you know, you, you look in, in Facebook groups, and they're like, I'm selling a great hot one you know, like, uh, okay, right? So, really need to be motivated, yeah, it's very important, right, but this is just one of the five, right? If you only have this, then it's not enough, uh, so anyways, yeah, listen to the podcast, listen to all five. And make sure you have them and I say motivated to uh, improve their schools to an extent so like you need to want to improve your school and the more you want to improve it the better right because I mean like I said the first month is exciting you know you you're spending money and you're like it's okay you know it's my first month and you're trying to build your school and if you have zero students that's very very risky right you should always start your have one when you have at least five or ten uh, which is not what I did but um, anyways uh, that's up to you if you want to take that extra risk but you need to also see what you're doing see what is working and you need to then adjust and and nowadays I believe it's nearly impossible to just throw a lot of money at a how business and for it to grow because Uh, So many parents know what are good hagwons these days. You can't fool uh, parents uh, like like they were fooled in the past, like 20 years ago or 15 years ago. Uh, Because these parents who are sending their kids to hagwons now, they have been through the hagwon system themselves, a lot of them, right? So you have to really think about that. And you really need to make sure you offer a good product, have good teachers or be a good teacher, have a good curriculum and teach right so you need to be motivated to improve your school you need to improve your curriculum as you teach it uh, make uh, uh, tweaks here and there and yeah that's what you need to do right motivation that's the first thing the second thing is which could probably be the first thing is you actually need to know how to teach and I say this and, and even still nowadays unless even if you have like let's just say like one million dollars us and you're gonna invest it into a hagwon and you're gonna like just hire all these great teachers I truly believe you will fail in 2018 and going on because a lot of parents know if a school is a good quality now like a million dollars if I had a million dollars and I didn't know anything about the hagwon industry it would just be like one of the worst return on investments you could make right so and If you have a million dollars, probably better to, um, I don't know, I I can talk about that in another podcast, my other website, Entrepreneur Korea, but anyways, uh, so basically, you, you as the owner, need to know how to teach, right? Or your husband or your wife, or if it's your business partner, then yeah, then your business partner, Uh, but even still, I think it's very risky to uh, partner with someone who uh, will be the main teacher and you know nothing about education especially if you are uh, investing your own money into it I don't think it's a smart investment uh, and mainly because you need to know how to teach so that your school can resemble you because if not and let's just say your partner is the main teacher you're, te- you're, you're gonna have to just uh, rely on your partner's uh, ability and judgment and you're going to have to trust him or her because he or she is going to know what is best for the school. And then think about it. You're, you invest your money and this, this other person, your partner, is making all the decisions. And you're like, no, I think we should do this. And if, let's just say, uh, they go with your opinion, no offense, but you'll most likely be wrong because you don't have any first-hand experience teaching. You won't know uh, what improvements to make. And you won't really know because you won't have... Uh, the experience you won't know uh, what the students want you won't know even know what the the parents want of course also yeah you need to be able to talk to the parents as well right Uh, that's not on here but I would say that's number six you know being able to talk to the parents all right so you need to know how to teach and this is important and especially because the people who are listening to this podcast they probably don't have like a million dollars US like 10 million won uh, saved up uh not 10 million won <laughs> how much is that uh okay like a uh, thousand million won yeah anyways yeah so um basically you really need to know how to teach and if you don't know how to teach then you need to get experience right so don't just jump into this hagwon industry without getting any experience teaching right and that also goes hand in hand with my third with the third trait, which is the uh the the owners know how to manage students, right? They know how to manage students, uh, bad students, good students, all types of students. Uh, That means they have experience teaching uh, students that they're going to teach and also not only students, but yes, let's put in managing parents as well. Um, I guess you can still get away with not managing parents that much. Like you can hire someone, but of course it's best if you can manage the parents as well. And uh, so back to managing students, this is obvious, right? You need to be able to control the classroom. And if your teacher can't control the classroom, then you need to step in and then be able to control things. And one of the, you know, the best things you can do is you have the power to, you know, kick a student out. Obviously, you know, maybe you don't want to, right? Obviously doing it in a, in a smart way, but you need to be able to set the tone for your school, the classes or else then the teachers won't be able to uh, manage. Or, you know, if it's just you, a one man run operation or a one woman run operation, then you won't be able to um, operate the class. And then, you know, kids, they can sense that. They know if you are a pushover or are unable to manage uh, the classroom and will, you know, take advantage of that. You know, kids will, uh, especially kids in Korea, you know, don't want to stereotype them or whatever, but they are usually in school they're like so free will like a lot of like i noticed like the, the teachers are not as strict mostly as i you would expect right um but in your hagwon it's up to you how strict you want to be but you need to be in control so you need to be able to manage the students uh, especially if you are the only teacher and of course it's a balancing act right because if you are starting off and you only have five students and uh you know little jimmy is uh, acting up but he's he just your, you know, one of your five students and because of him, you're able to pay the rent, then, I mean, you, you may need to, uh, you know, make a judgment or maybe, you know, so if you kick out Jimmy, right, then you're like, oh, I might not be able to make a uh, rent or pay off my expenses. However, what if you kick out Jimmy and then there were five other uh, parents, like with, with kids who wanted to attend your school? And then they finally attend, they're like, oh, we thank you. We're, we're so glad you kicked out Jimmy. Uh, no offense to Jimmy. Uh, I only use the word, uh, the, the, the name Jimmy, because I've never had a student uh, at, at least in Korea named Jimmy. So at least I don't remember, so sorry, Jimmy. Uh, so yeah, you might have uh, parents who were just waiting for Jimmy to be kicked out. And uh, in my experience, once we kicked out like, uh, like a bad student, we actually got more students. And, of course, you have to make sure to kick them out. And, and the word kick out is so bad. You have to, you know, let them know that, you know, the, there's a better school for them, right? That's pretty much what you want to say. And, uh, yeah, you got to do that in a strategic way. And I uh, I think I shared some uh, some content on how, how, I, how we kind of kicked out one of our students in a way that helped us. And it was really for his own good, too, for that student. Uh, anyways, so... A fourth one is all these successful owners, the Haagwon owners that I personally know, they have at least five years experience. And I believe they started their high ones, Uh Actually, some of them started them, they only had like two or three years. Uh, but nowadays, like people who are starting now, um, even some people, they started, they only had like three years and they're still doing okay. But most of the, like the ones that I know, I'll just say five years is a good one. Uh, maybe i should change that to three years actually even three years is enough but uh the most one most of them have at least five so they have five years plus experience in the education industry in korea okay so not just teaching you know uh they might be you know you might be a public school teacher and you're in your country or whatever and you're like i'm gonna go to korea i'm gonna teach for six months and then open up my and actually you may be successful but i really think it's better to get some more experience So you can understand uh, Korean students, you can understand Korean parents. Uh, Of course, maybe if you grew up in a town where there are a lot of Koreans in your country, then um, you are at an advantage. But still, I would give it at least one full year of living in Korea before you even begin to even think about it. But, you know, everyone, it's up to you, whatever you want to do, right? It's 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 your life. All right, so... Fourth is five years experience, and the fifth one. This is very, very important. They all had enough money to rent or own the space. So you need money. Obviously, it's the bottom line. Um, some people have their uh, own apartment, or they rent out an apartment, and they do a konggupang in one of the rooms of their apartment. That's one way you can go. Um, well for me, I, I wanted to. I didn't want to, you know, live in the same place where I worked. So I went the Kyosubso route. And we rented a, a one unit in a commercial building which is called a sangha near apartments and basically you could depending on your area you'd, you'd probably have to pay like um it could be anywhere from like pretty much one month's rent oh no no, no. so like a deposit uh can be anywhere from I guess 10 million won that's like really low end I don't know depends on your to about 30 million won I even heard of some places that you only need a 5 million won deposit uh, for us we paid a 15 million won deposit and rent is it varies some places you only have to pay like 500,000 won a month 400,000 won a month it can go up to like uh, 2 million won a month 3 million 4 million depends on how big the size is however if you're just a of so Uh, I think 1.5 million is more than enough to find a decent space anywhere. Uh, Even 1 million won, you probably can find something. So these five traits, um, one is you're motivated, not just motivated to start a school, but to improve it, to continually improve it till it gets to a place where you're making a decent living. And the best ones, the best uh, homeowners I know, they are like... They want to make it the best school in Korea, like, you know, and these guys, you know, they have, like, close to a thousand students, um, probably even more now, right? Um, second one is they know how to teach. These owners actually know how to teach. Like, in the past, like, I don't know anyone who has opened up a hagwon in the last 10 years who is somewhat successful who does not know how to teach English. Uh, I don't know a single person. Like, maybe you've heard stories, oh, and you know, people 20 years ago, they just went to, uh, people in Korea were opening up hagwons who didn't even know how to speak English, you know, those, and you know what, that happened, because 20 years ago, hagwons were just starting to really boom, especially English hagwons, nobody knew what the results would be, so, you know, you could just, you know, BS stuff, you can just make up stuff, like, yeah, if you do this, this, you know, your your kid will go to Harvard, and then, you know, and then they don't go, end up going, and then, you know, the hagwoners just, like, run away, and, you know, this stuff happened, so there's, There's no one who does not know how to teach, no owner that I know that is successful that does not know how to teach, okay? So you have to get that. Um, It's very important. Uh, The third thing is they know how to manage students, right? Make sure you know how to manage students. Fourth thing is they have five plus years experience in the education industry. Uh, I think five years is a safe number. Uh, Some people have done it with even just three. I don't know anyone who has done it with less than three who is successful at the moment. But if, if that's you, you know, let me know. That'd be great. And the fifth thing is, you need to have enough money to rent or own space. Now you need to you don't need to have a whole lot, but you do need to have enough to uh, rent space and you know have enough that to make sure that you will be able to survive if you don't make that much in your first three to six months, right? I think six months is safe. You know, one month is uh, one year is is super safe. And if you want to be risky like me, you know three months <laughs> and you can just try so and typically this uh successful haugan owner is is either of one person or a couple uh so the Havan owner is a married couple usually a uh one is a korean citizen and one is um not a korean citizen and is either a uh like a gyopo like a Korean born American or Canadian or Australian and uh so or is like a non-Korean and is most typically yeah these are the most typical like people who are hagwon owners right one of them and, and not both of them are always uh in the hagwon business uh at least in the long run but at the beginning both the married couple like the the husband and the wife and you know one of them can be Korean and one of them but at least one of them is fluent in Korean, right? That's very important. And the, they work together. And at least one is 100, 100% involved in the Haagwon business. So, I mean, if this is not you, and it's, it's still, that doesn't mean it's not possible, right? You can still be a successful Haagwon owner um, without, you know, if you and your husband or your wife are both non-Koreans, but one of you is going to have to learn how to speak pretty darn good Korean, right? It's very important. And one of you really has to understand the way Korean people think and how to deal with the parents, because if you don't know how to deal with the parents, then you're not going to have people to pay you money to send their children to your school. So these are just uh, some things I've noticed and me personally, I, th- I really had all five at one point when I was running my uh, English of Seoul in uh, Sochodong. Uh, unfortunately, because of uh, many reasons, I shared why we closed it. One of the reasons was because we were uh, transitioning into our other business, which seemed which had more potential and which ended up doing even better and <clears throat> allowing us to make more money and have a better lifestyle. Uh, but yeah, it was a good run for us with our English of Seoul, about four years. And uh, I wish good luck to you, in your Hagwan business building whatever you do. Um, just most important thing is to believe in yourself and you know work hard. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of start.com. You can access any podcast episode and the show notes by visiting HaganStart.com/slash/the number of the podcast episode. For example. The first episode, you can go to hagwonstartcom slash 001 and you can listen to the episode there. Good luck in your business planning and building and feel free to email me at hagwonstart@gmail.com at gmail.com if you have any questions. And also, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes.